Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. I think the reason why this is uh, so important is understanding more fully all the different ways that a listener has potential to become involved with your brand. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brand With, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Thanks for joining us for Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast committed to helping you create great radio in episodes of 15 minutes or less. More and more, we're learning that winning in the Brandwith era means knowing where you stand. That means metrics, measurement, and this episode will really help all of us. Dave Van Dyke was raised in radio. He showcased his talent on the air, in programming, in sales, marketing, even in research. For over two decades, he's held post as VP of KCBS Los Angeles, along with senior management positions at Westinghouse, Viacom, Infinity, and the ABC Radio Networks. Now he's focused on every facet of radio and internet audience engagement. He's widely recognized for his ability to forecast and gauge where media is at today. Ridge Radio conducts several studies annually to determine the impact of a variety of media which compete for consumers' time. Much of this data is rolled into some great reports and analysis, which we'll link to in the show notes. Brand with On Demand is pleased to welcome a true Renaissance radio guy, one of radio's most thoughtful thought leaders, Dave Van Dyke. Oh, you're far too kind, but thank you. I'll take it. You've always been one of the A students in any class, on-air programming, GM, and now ratings and research. So, what are you finding most intriguing about the changing mediascape these days? My background's always been in programming, and even as general manager, I was very involved in the researching of the company's work, CBS and the station. And when we went to uh, Los Angeles, my program director, Tommy Edwards, and I were seeking an alternative to the um, oldies, oldies format, and uh, we developed something new uh, at the time, was now a very common format, classic hits. And the research part of that was very intriguing to me, and that really got my juices flowing. And in 2001, I had the opportunity of leaving the company as, as Mel Karmazin was beginning to shrink the management, and uh, he was looking for people who were interested in sort of cashing out, which I did. And I took the money and I established a new company, Bridge Ratings, which at the time was supposed to be a company that was doing really ratings research for small market radio stations. And that developed into a company that became more and more involved in the media consumption end of it. And so uh, that's really how it all started. But my interest in programming and research goes back to the very beginnings of my career. Now, Dave, in some of your research that you've published, you've talked about AM, FM usage declining a bit. You know, there are people that want to fight that and argue that, saying, hey, uh, radio still reaches more folks than any other media. And then other folks uh, are saying, no, no, it's the end. What's really going on? What are you seeing right now with AM, FM usage? AM is uh, in a bit of a, of a situation where uh, the folks who are using 
that band have been with it for years and are, are much older. For both, overall, platform of radio is still the greatest reach medium that we have, even more than television and smartphones. So what we really are seeing is time spent listening. As more and more technology has been introduced into people's lives, radio has been the victim and use of the, of the medium has shrunk. What we are seeing in our most recent studies, the time spent listening dilemma, it's actually improving. And I think that has to do with a lot of the improvements that radio has made from a programming perspective and also its involvement in social media and getting more involved with the uh, with the audience. Yes, as a reach medium, it's still the best, and there are positive signs that the time spent listening issue may have be may be flattening out. So to follow up, if radio is stabilizing TSL and learning to utilize some of the other platforms, how do you see all the pieces fitting together? Well, radio has become more of a holistic entertainment platform with the accommodation of millions of loyal fans of the brand. So radio has an advantage that many other audio platforms especially don't have. So I think the pieces that are all part of this uh, holistic approach to audio entertainment is really where we need to concentrate. The problem we have now is rooted in resources, but that effort really has to be energized. I think that it needs to get to a point where digital is at least 20%, if not more, of total revenues. But Dave is one of the uh, very rare researchers and strategists that also has considerable programming chops. What advice would you give programmers on the key metrics to pay attention to today? I mean, what should they be watching? Well, for music, I think on-demand streaming is a really excellent way for a programmer to gauge true consumption. Uh, we've been doing a lot of that over the last two to three years and have developed uh, a pretty good understanding of what is, is happening in terms of consumption. For programming, I think on-demand streaming is really an excellent way for programmers to determine true consumption. For brand awareness. I think social media is a metric that programmers need to continue to look at, especially this area, not necessarily of how many people individually they have, but what is the level of engagement, the passion that people have for the radio station and its personalities. So Dave, knowing what you know now, both from running your ratings and research company and of course your days as a PD and GM, what things should a program director be doing today to help make their product more saleable? Truly have a greater interest in what the sales department is doing and how they're doing it. So to make their products uh, more saleable, I think the industry seems to be doing a lot of good events, ways that the listeners can completely submerge themselves into what it is that the, uh, the client may need. If you've got uh, a number of people on the staff together, throw around ideas as to more creative ways to engage the audience, but figure out ways how the listener can become a bigger part of what's going on at the client's level. Our guest today, Dave Van Dyke. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate Branded On Demand on Google Play, in the iTunes Store, or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover great guests like morning show stars Dave Ryan and Dave Smiley, both finalists in the NAB Marconi Awards for Personality of the Year, and so many other great folks we've had here on Brandwith On Demand. Got somebody you'd like to hear from? Hey, just email show at brandwithondemand.com. Or if you have a question, comment, or anything else about radio, feel free to sound off 802-489-7739. 
some of those calls coming up. Also, check out the show notes for bonus content, including links to the bridge reports you can't afford to miss, and a new feature, the radio YouTube of the week, and more. Next, Bridge Ratings founder and CEO Dave Van Dyke shares his thoughts on opportunities hiding in plain sight. Graduate on demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Eckhart's Press, the radio geek's favorite publishing company. Publishers of books by John Landecker, Bobby Scafish, Doby Maxwell, and Kipper McGee. That's Eckhart'sPress.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brand with on demand. And today we are with the exceptionally bright Dave Van Dyke. Dave, we'd like to ask you, when you're looking around with all this great research you've done and a good feel for the market, can you tell us about any opportunities that you find hiding in plain sight? Video. Not plastics. Video. <laughs> I, think, I think the reason why this is uh, so important is the idea that radio stations have so much of an advantage over a lot of the other platforms available in terms of entertainment. They have these built-in audiences. Those audiences, especially the P1s, the passionate people about the brand or the personalities, it's all about this video engagement that people are having on their phones and their tablets. So if there's any way to increase the radio station's investment in really good or you know decent equipment that allows you to have short, interesting, behind-the-scenes videos that could be dropped on social media or on the website, I think it's going to expand radio's continuing desire to be a greater part of the listeners' lives. If you can get them to engage with your brand more frequently, I think that's going to help you with the ratings ultimately. We're going to see some information later this fall from Apple that will help the sales department develop that. And I think that podcasts that are brief, that give uh, behind-the-scenes elements to the radio station or radio shows, will also have that ability to expand the engagement. So from the full-circle vantage of Dave Van Dyke, if there were to be a moral to this story so far, what would it be? I think the only thing I could add is this idea of understanding more fully all the different ways that a listener has potential to become involved with your brand. And for many of the the younger programmers out there, I think it's it's very easy for them to understand because their lives are probably consumed with a lot of different platforms that they they work through each day or whatever it might be. And if you hear that radio is becoming less of an opportunity, I think you need to understand that what you can do is leverage the audience you do have with the technology options available to you to re-engage them. Why listening to your station you know, a couple of times a day is a value to their lives. Our thanks to uber cool guy, Dave Van Dyke. The extended play of this interview, including items trimmed for time to keep us to less than 15 minutes, along with our exclusive bonus content, including links, are all in the show notes at brandedondemand.com. And thank you for sharing a quarter hour with us, for spreading the word, and for rating Brandwith On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It means a lot. Thanks. Brandwith On Demand. 10-second sound off. Call 802-489-7739-24-7-365-802-489-7739. Or if you're in one of those moods, 
489 spew My name is Tim. I'm wondering how you move up markets with less and less stations having overnight jocks and part-time jocks. How do you move from market 300 to market 200 without the opportunity that was readily available years ago? Thanks. Hey, Tim. Moving up means you need to have a goal, and a goal of moving up means you need to identify a market or two or three. What I suggest you do is pick a market. In fact, pick more than one market, study the market, and plan on being there. And the way to do that is simply to get in touch with the program directors after you've studied the market and know enough about it to have an intelligent conversation with the PD and let them know, hey, man, I love your station, love your market. I want you to know I want to work with you. So, you know, get noticed. Raise your hand. Volunteer. Absolutely. Life is a contact sport, so the more you can get to know people and have them get to know you, the better your chances of being on their shortlist. If things get serious, a trick I've learned is to actually do stealth visits to the market. Yes, hop on a plane. I did this for St. Louis, Orlando, even Chicago. I went up and experienced the market in real time, listened, drove around, got to see and feel what was happening, and was fully prepared for those interviews and locked them. You can too. Yeah, Tim, one final point. You need to be in touch with them when they are not looking for people. When they're looking for people, it's too late. Be in touch. Be the person that says, I'd love to work for you someday, before they're looking for somebody. Brandwith On Demand. Rebooting Radio. Okay, next time, Brandwith On Demand welcomes someone who believes media and distribution options may be changing, but what the audience is seeking is not really that different. A ratings winner, an award winner, and after 30 years, you better believe some evolution has happened from St. Louis, Y98's Guy Phillips. That's a rap giver. Here's a way to make your radio show or radio station even better. Oh, I'm not kidding. It's called Local Voices, adding local flavor. You'll find it in the One Minute Martinizing, the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of Brand With On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith On Demand.